Hello, everyone. You're listening to another episode of the Print Life Podcast. And today we're going to be chatting all about your online platform from landing pages to online shops. We'll be discussing the pros and cons of each, the ins and outs of what that looks like, how it can help you, how it can support you, and deciding which one is the best fit depending on where you are in your design journey. You're listening to the Print Life Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of the Print Life Community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to The Print Life. Over the past year and a half, I've been working a lot more closely with designers, and something I've noticed that seems to be this major roadblock for so many of us Whether you are looking to have a simple online lookbook or a landing page or a website or an online shop, our websites seem to be this big hurdle, this thing that we're trying to figure out. We're trying to get it right. They take up a lot of our time. We're second guessing how it looks, the flow, the user experience, and it tends to hold us back from focusing on what's important and That's why I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about websites. Having a website used to be a little bit more difficult than it is now and used to have to hire somebody and spend all this money. And that can still be the case now if we're not careful. And that's why I think it's very important to have the discussion that we're going to have today around whether or not you need a website, a landing page, or an online shop. Depending on where you are in your career, and what your big picture vision is for your design business. So when I got started as a freelancer, I had a portfolio. I had a physical portfolio. We didn't even do the PDFs where, you know, I sent it out. I would send JPEGs sometimes to clients. Now, of course, that is very different. If you are going to send a client a digital lookbook or a digital portfolio, you'll want it to look very polished, whether that's a PDF or it's a link to a Canva portfolio, or it's your website. In many cases, a client would much prefer to see a website than a PDF, depending on how the website functions. I usually recommend designers sharing a PDF because it's just a little bit easier for the client to look at because they basically click it open and they can scroll through and then they're done. And a lot of times when designers throw together websites, they can be very clunky and not really focused on the client journey and what their experiences, what they call like user experience as they move through your website. So something that I have definitely learned over my 10 years as a studio is there's a very specific way I would want to create a landing page, a website, or an online shop. And depending on where you are in your career, you can use either one. And so it's really important to think these things through before we just go get a template, pay for a platform, or hire a web developer, right? So what we're going to be covering today is, do I need a website? 
if I'm a freelancer, if I'm an in-house designer, if I'm a multi-revenue stream designer, if I want an online shop, and no matter where you are, my answer would be yes. Whether it's a simple landing page, a website, or an online shop. Yes, you need a website. It's very important to have a home base that is yours. And while I do recommend to designers, oftentimes, whether in the membership or in one-to-one coaching, if you are not ready to make the decision on whether you're going to do a landing page, a website, or an online shop, using social media platforms to get started is perfectly fine. You're establishing brand, you're building connection, you're building no like, and trust. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if any of these social platforms were to go away, everything you've been building is gone. So it's very important to build things that are something that you can hold on to, whether that be an email list or it's your website. Your website belongs to you. You can change it out as you like. You can include whatever you want. You can have very clear indication of how you help your clients, how they can get in touch with you and how they can look at your work. Even if you're linking out to other things that you do, ultimately, when you drive traffic to your platform, that platform belongs to you. And that is why I always say yes when somebody says, do I need a website? The answer is always yes. Trying to get an in-house job? Yes. Freelancer? Trying to build a client list? Yes. I have stuff on Spoonflower and Pattern Bank, but also sell my own stuff? Yes. I'm a boutique print design studio. The answer is yes. It's always going to benefit you to have a website, even if it's just acting as an online portfolio. However, even though my answer is yes through and through, we have to be very mindful about how much time we're spending on the actual build out, meaning overthinking color, logo, font. There's so many things that we can make really easy that I find that we make rather difficult. You can have a logo later on and come back in and plug it in. For now, it could just be your name or the name of a business. The easier the font is to read, the better the font is for your website. We don't need to overthink our fonts. As far as color, really your artwork needs to speak for itself. So we don't need to worry about making the website overly colorful. Simple, classic, straightforward are things we want to keep in mind as we begin building out our landing pages, our websites, or even our online shops. When we get lost in the layout, the design, the colors, the fonts, the logo, the branding, it can really keep us stuck and slow us down, which is why it's really important to keep it simple, keep it straightforward, and make the bulk of it really about speaking to the right audience and being clear about who you are, how you help, and how to get in touch with you. I will say if there's an issue with the user experience or the flow or what in my mind I call like the client journey as they move through your website, I have an issue with looking at the work. It's going to keep clients, potential clients, potential employers, and potential studio collaborators from actually seeing your work if that website's not functioning properly. Okay. So the number one thing that I tell designers when we're talking about your platform is it's all about 
clicking through your site and making sure that when somebody comes to your site, that it's easy for them to actually get to your work, to look through your work and to get in touch with you. Some of the main things you want to think about on your website is, is it clearly communicating who you are, what you do, who you help, and how to get in touch with you. And those are the four main things. As a freelancer, or even somebody who wants to try and get an in-house position somewhere, you are perfectly fine to have a one page, like one landing page that has a lookbook on that landing page. And that is perfectly fine. You don't have to click out to a bunch of different pages where the client's moving around and getting lost and trying to get back to your body of work. A lot of questions that we get asked around the idea of having a lookbook on either a landing page or a website for designers is, do I make it public or private? And that is completely up to you. It's very easy on a lot of platforms to have a password protected area if you wanted to protect the work that you're sharing with clients. But in a lot of cases, what would probably serve you better would be to just create a body of work that you're okay with having out in the world having out on social platforms, having out on Pinterest, because not only is it going to basically benefit you in drawing in and attracting the right clients to you, but it serves as kind of marketing materials. And depending on where you live, you'd want to speak to your accountant and see if that could be a write-off for you. So the work that you develop that is considered marketing materials could very well be a write-off. And then you would just not sell that work. Or if a client is interested in that work, even though it's not password protected, it's part of your online portfolio, your lookbook, your marketing materials, you can decide with that client whether or not they want to buy it based on the fact that it is out in the world. And whether you sell exclusive rights or you license your work will have a lot to do with the way that you show your work on your site, whether it's a landing page or a website or an online shop. Something else I get asked a lot about password protecting prints that you want to sell. Let's say you do have exclusive designs that you want to sell to clients. Some designers do a password protected area versus having an area where clients have to actually apply to shop. There are pros and cons of each here. And I would say clients are more used to the application process And if you have an application process, you can actually create an account for your clients and then give them access to that account without waiting for them to apply. You can pitch clients saying, I created an account for you. I would love to have you come take a look at my online shop. I think my work would be a good fit for your brand. So that's a pro of having the application process. You can do something very similarly with having a password protected page, but depending on how often you're changing that password, you might have clients that are frustrated that you reach out to and you say, let's say you reach out to five new clients per week, which you should be. And you say, hi, I'm so-and-so or so-and-so studio. And I think our prints would be a great fit for your brand. Here is a password so that you can access my online collection of prints so you can take a peek. Then let's say that client put that email off to the side, came back to that email a week later, and you've already changed the password and they go in to take a look and they can't get in. I would say 50% of the time, they're just not going to reach out to you again, rather than 
reaching out to you and saying, you know, this password didn't work. Can you give me another one? Then you give them another one and then maybe they're busy again and then they try it again in a week and it doesn't work. And you end up in this place where you're kind of frustrating your client. Whereas when they have an account created for them, they can access whenever they want. They can just log into their account and shop. And that's much easier for the client journey. It's much easier when we put the client's needs first, right? So those are the pros and cons of each of those. And while it may seem easier on the front end to just have a password protected page and a little trickier on the front end to set up an application process with usually a plugin, kind of like a wholesaler's plugin so that people can sign up and you can approve or deny access to your shop. While one seems easier than the other, what it's really going to come down to is Are you trying to sell prints online or are you utilizing it as a lookbook? And if you're trying to sell prints, doing the hard work up front to make it a registration-based or application process type of account is going to benefit you in the long run. My experience working with websites, with developers, things I've run into in the past that I want to share with you guys today is more of, I guess, a warning on not to overspend when it comes to spending a lot of money on web developers. I have been through every which way you can think of, whether it's building it myself, hiring somebody to build it for me, building it and hiring somebody to maintain it, using templates, using other people's platforms, and now finally getting it to a place. It has taken me 10 years as a studio to get our online shop exactly where I want it, where the client journey works. The industry expectation is also something you need to consider. When they come into an online shop of these larger studios, they want to come into your shop and they want it to look pretty standard. There should be some sort of standard across the board in terms of size of the way that they're shopping, like what size thumbnail am I looking at? How do I add it to my cart? Is there some sort of an option for me to add these to a mood board or can I save them to, can I save them somewhere to share with my team? How much are you charging me? How do I navigate the inside of the shop? These are all things that have taken us a long time to work out. And we've got it to a place where our clients really enjoy shopping it and it's very easy to use. And there's actually a very specific set of things that you'll want to think about before building an online shop, things that web developers might not even understand. So before diving into spending a lot of money building a website, you're going to want to make sure that you truly understand what your needs are in terms of the user experience, the customer journey through the inside of the shop. You're going to want to make sure that uh, the web developers understand that we're not trying to drive a ton of traffic from the general public to our shop, that everything's very private, that we don't want, we want to basically disable the capability of being able to pin to Pinterest because once it gets out uh, in the internet, it's really hard to remove it. And there's just a lot of things that you need to know, little tips, little tricks, little plugins. Um, of how to have a successful online shop, not just for you to make it easy for you and to protect the artwork, but it really is going to come down to the ease of use for our clients. This is about trusting our clients as well, which is why we need to be very careful about who we allow in our shop. That's why we don't want to just let anybody in there to shop, right? We want to vet 
each company and make sure that we're dealing with a real buyer before they're in there looking around. We want to make sure when they are in there that they are getting the right size um, swatch and that they're able to do very specific things to see it properly, to see mock-ups, to understand you're basically in there trying to sell this work. So you need to do your best to highlight and feature and show the artwork once they're in the shop. And there are a lot of things to think about. And again, like plugins, tips, tricks, ways to build it out to make sure that it's going to give you the most impact. Now, if you're a print designer that you just want a website and where this can come into play. So that was mostly speaking to people who want an online shop. Now, let's say you don't want an online shop. You want a website. How can a website benefit you as a surface pattern or print designer? This is where somebody comes to your site and we know immediately who you are, who you help, how to get in touch with you. And even if you have a Spoonflower shop, an Etsy shop, a pattern bank shop or whatever it is, you can link out from your website to the places that you sell your work through a blog or through just sharing images of your work on your landing page or throughout your website. If you're a freelance print designer that just wants a lookbook on your page, you want to let people know who you are, what you do, and how to get in touch with you, how to request a copy of your rate sheet, who you've worked with, some examples of your work and links out to your Instagram page. You could do this with a simple landing page. And a landing page is a really beautiful way to share all the highlights of what you do, who you help, and how to get in touch with you without spending so much time building out an entire website. It's it's something you could literally do in a day, whether you're utilizing it to get an in-house job, to build up your client list, to drive traffic to it, to build up your client list. Maybe you have an opt-in and you're building an email list. Maybe you've attended trade shows or it's kind of a highlight reel of the things that you do. It's Essentially, it's an online portfolio, right? It's a digital lookbook or a digital portfolio that highlights all of the things that you can help your clients with. So these are the three ways that you can show up uh, and have an online platform, a landing page, a multifunctional website with a lot of different tabs that take them throughout your website to share all the different things that you do, whether that be different platforms, different products, or even different services that you can help clients with that require more than just a landing page, right? Maybe you need some more space to play. An online shop is if you want either a password protected area to share exclusive rights to certain body of work that you want to share with clients, or you want them to shop and they can shop a variety of ways. So these are the three main ways that you can have an online platform. And they're so important to consider because let me tell you, I have probably spent about 10 grand over the years having people try to help me build it just the right way. And then you end up needing to go back to them to fix things. It's, it's always been a headache. Even building it yourself is, can be a headache and things break. Something doesn't work. Something's going on. And I feel like for service pattern and print designers, we're in a very unique niche. And the way that we utilize our platforms is very different than how most people would if you're doing like selling products to mass market, right? We have usually artwork that we're protecting copyright for, or if you're in licensing, then you don't need to go about it that way. 
but still having a beautiful landing page that you can update with ease anytime you want without having to hire anybody to help you, knowing that you can always add on later, whether you're adding on a blog or you're adding on a shop or you're going to grow as you go, right? So I hope this has been helpful because sometimes we get stuck in thinking, oh, I need a website. I don't have a website yet. So make a landing page, put a landing page together in a day and be done with it. Add to it later, right? And if you already have a website that you don't like, or you feel like something's off, or it's a little bit clunky, try to take a step back from it and just purely look at it from the customer's perspective. Don't worry about the logo. Don't worry about what you think about it. It's usually us looking at it from the perspective of critiquing our own design capabilities, of critiquing our own work, of critiquing our logo or the colors or the fonts or the way it looks. Try to take a step back and just look at your website from the perspective of a buyer or a potential client or a potential studio that you want to work with and look at it from their perspective and try to just make notes for things you would like to change when you have time. And if you already have a website and your plan is to implement an online shop at some point, I would highly recommend getting really specific about the client journey and exactly what you want that to look like before spending any money, before hiring anybody to develop anything for you, just getting really clear on the client journey. Because what we need to remember, whether it's a landing page, a website, or an online shop, is that the number one thing to consider, more important than your logo, more important than whether or not you like the aesthetic of the site, more important than the layout or moving things around, more important than the work that you're sharing, and maybe it's not updated with the latest thing that you've done. The number one thing is the client experience. It's the client journey. It's how the e- how easily they can move through the site, how easily you're allowing them to view your work, how well you are showing them how you can help them, how engaging you are, how easy it is to get in touch with you and how easy it is to make that sale. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Print Life Podcast. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who is ready to take the guesswork out of building your own online shop, website, or landing page, I invite you to head over to lesliekenahan.com forward slash platform and join the waitlist for a very special offer I have coming out very soon. See you next time.